This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. The Capital One Venture X business card earns unlimited double miles on every purchase. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash VentureXBusiness. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Shay Stevens. The State Department is redesignating Houthi rebels in Yemen as a terrorist group. The decision to put Houthis back on the U.S. blacklist comes amid ongoing attacks on ships in the Red Sea. As NPR's Michelle Kellerman reports, some aid groups are worried that DOJ's actions could complicate efforts in Yemen. State Department spokesman Matthew Miller says there have to be consequences for Houthi missile and drone strikes on merchant ships and U.S. Navy vessels. These attacks against international shipping have endangered mariners and disrupted the free flow of commerce and freedom of navigation. The new sanctions take effect a month from now, and the U.S. says they'd be dropped if the Houthis stop attacking ships. Officials say they're also trying to make sure that the sanctions don't get in the way of humanitarian efforts in Yemen, a country that is dependent on international aid. The Houthis control much of the country. Michelle Kellerman, NPR News, the State Department. Pakistan says it has carried out airstrikes inside neighboring Iran in the past few hours. The foreign ministry in Islamabad says the country targeted what it's calling terrorist hideouts. The airstrikes come a day after Iran confirmed that it had carried out airstrikes inside Pakistani territory. From the Saudi capital, retired U.S. Colonel Abbas Duhok, a former U.S. defense attaché to Saudi Arabia, spoke to the BBC about the incident. There are some uh, uh, Pakistanis operating inside Iran but they do strikes uh, inside Pakistan, and it's vice versa. There's also Baluch uh, uh, separatists are in, uh, also comes out of Pakistan, and do, they do strikes inside, uh, the, uh, inside uh, Iran, on the borders of Iran, and sometimes inside Iran. Former U.S. attaché Abbas Hook speaking with the BBC. Two major television networks have canceled the remaining Republican primary debates ahead of next week's vote in New Hampshire. As NPR's David Folkenflik reports, the development suggests that the era of GOP debates this election cycle is circling the drain. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley have skirmished in recent debates as other candidates have fallen off. This time, only DeSantis is in. Haley said she'd only commit if former President Donald Trump took part. Trump has skipped all this year's debates. ABC News went first in canceling. It announced its plans yesterday along with its local TV partner, WMUR, in New Hampshire. Today, CNN followed suit, saying it would host a town hall event with Haley tomorrow instead of the debate on Sunday. Haley and DeSantis are trying to catch up with Trump. His campaign says he has no plans to participate in any debate, giving his whopping lead in polls ahead of upcoming primaries. David Folkenflik, NPR News. On Wall Street, stocks fell again Wednesday for a third straight session. The Dow Jones Industrials lost 94 points. The Nasdaq Composite Index fell 88 points, and the S&P 500 dipped 26. This is NPR. Google employees are being notified of pending job cuts. In a company memo, CEO Sundar Pichai told workers that hundreds more layoffs are needed to simplify some operations and to make way for artificial intelligence. Last week, the search engine giant said it was cutting jobs in its voice assistant and hardware units. And a year ago, Google announced plans to cut 12,000 jobs, or roughly 6% of its full-time workforce. Governor Gavin Newsom says he will not support a proposed ban on tackle football for children under the age of 12 in California. KQED's April Domboski has the story. 
Democrats proposed the ban because of the risk for brain damage from repeated blows to the head. New research shows children's developing brains are especially vulnerable. But the governor says a ban is not the answer. He wants to rely on existing safety measures. It seems like we may have stopped this bureaucratic blitz, but we need to stay engaged. Republican State Assemblymember Tom Lackey wore a Green Bay Packers cheese wedge on his head at a press conference for opponents. Put your chin straps on. It's not over. Supporters of the ban said they hope to work with the governor to find other ways to protect young athletes. For NPR News, I'm April Dimbosky in San Francisco. The head of the National Transportation Safety Board says the door plug that blew off an Alaska Airlines flight was made by a part supplier in Malaysia. Jennifer Hammondy made the comment after briefing senators on the NTSB investigation into the incident earlier this month. Air carriers are still inspecting dozens of Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes, which are grounded pending inspections. This is NPR News.